to the audio event of the century, featuring two lifelong best friends. We love the Leafs. We love each other. But most of all, we love William Nylander. Welcome to the Buds All Day Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Buds All Day Podcast. It's Sats Mundine riding solo here today. Coming to you after the Toronto Maple Leafs were unfortunately eliminated from playoff contention last night. Or at least that's what you'd think if you uh, listen to the mainstream media. You know, you listen to the Steve Dangles of the world. You followed Leafs Twitter. You would think that the Leafs were just last place in the league, playing absolutely horrible, got completely dominated by Calgary. When really, they're sitting fourth, fourth in the league in win percentage right now. They're coming off a six-game winning streak. They're coming off a comeback win against the second-best team in the league. And did they play great against Calgary last night? No, they didn't play their best game. They did outshoot Calgary by 20. But yeah, most of the shots did come uh, from probably less dangerous areas than the Leafs would like. And it kind of showed on the deserve to win meter The Leafs were only at about 49%. With that said, there is no reason for the absolute panic and hysteria that is going on amongst so many Leaf fans right now. Chief among those has to be Steve Dangle, who I don't know what has gotten into him since he went to Sportsnet. I don't know if he's drinking too much from the water coolers there and he's catching that Nick Kipriositis or the, you know, the Brian Burke, the Anthony Stewart, whatever has gotten into them has seemingly gotten into him and he has become completely unbearable. I haven't listened to his podcast in about two years now. They just, they don't do it for me. They're, they're, too hysterical. They don't really give me any knowledge and insight into the game. So I've kind of given up on him, but I know a lot of you guys probably still do listen to him, but it's just getting tired. Last night he tweets out, yeah, man, I know their record is great, but you can't tell me you're watching how the Leafs are responding to the flame style tonight and say you're jacked. Was the game versus the Hurricanes a playoff game or just tight and fun? This is a playoff game and it ain't going well. Come on, Steve. Like, The Leafs played the second best team in the league. And you're not calling that a playoff game, but you're going to call this one against Calgary a playoff game because Calgary came out and said, we're just going to hit all night, even if we get outshot by 20. If Jack Campbell doesn't play horribly, the Leafs probably win this game. He let in some deflating goals. And yes, did the Leafs respond fairly poorly to those? Yeah, they had a really bad 10-minute stretch there. But during that stretch, they also allowed three goals on three shots. Jack Campbell could not give them a save. The first and the third goals were very, very stoppable. The second goal, I'm not really going to blame him for. But to say that this game is a playoff game and the Carolina game is not is just classic confirmation bias. Like, if you're this miserable watching the Toronto Maple Leafs, then don't watch them. If Steve weren't getting paid to watch this team, I would say, Steve, stay away until at least the playoffs because even when they win, the mantra seems to be, well, it doesn't matter. Show me to the playoffs. But as soon as they lose, it becomes a complete referendum on this team and how they're bound to fail in the playoffs. Guess what? Last night's game doesn't mean anything for the playoffs, just like Monday night's game doesn't. We are not going to find out about this team and what they're made of until May. Am I saying that I'm certain we're going to win a playoff series? Absolutely not. I feel the pretty much the exact same way as I did coming into the season, that the Toronto Maple Leafs are an excellent regular season team with a lot of talent. 
among the best in the league in terms of talent, but they've shown that they are a different team come playoffs. They have trouble getting to those tough areas at times. They can't deal with the playoff refing as well, whether it's the pressure, whatever it might be. They've shown that, yeah, they're not a team that's, that's had a lot of success in the playoffs. We all know it. Five straight first round losses. It is what it is. But at the end of the day, our three most important players are all 25 and under. We have to be somewhat patient with them and give them some form of the benefit of the doubt. I'm not saying I think they're going to succeed this year, but I'm still hopeful. And again, these games are not going to change anything for me. I'm just sitting here waiting for May to come so that we can find out about this team. But I am at least enjoying the wins. When the Leafs win six in a row, guess what? I had a lot of fun. I Even though I know, you know what? This probably doesn't mean the most, but when we score an overtime winner, I'm getting off the couch and screaming like a little school kid. Now, even though I'm enjoying the Leafs season and having fun with these wins, watching a team that is fourth in the league in win percentage and playing really well on most nights, I'm not blind to the fact that there are some flaws with this team. I think it's really apparent that the Leafs still, like we've said on many podcasts, need to add a top four right-handed defenseman. If they don't make that addition, or they don't make at least a big addition to the top six, I'd prefer a defenseman, but they'd have to make at least one of those additions for me to feel confident that the Leafs are going to win in a playoff series against the Tampa, against the Florida, potentially even against the Boston. That is something that I do expect Kyle Dubas to address. I think he's going to make another move going into the deadline. I think he sees that he has a really good team with a couple of holes, and he's going to work to fix that. The other thing that's obviously a major concern right now is Jack Campbell. Again, he was probably the most at fault for the loss tonight. He did not play well by any stretch of the imagination. He has been pretty terrible since the start of December, actually. He has an 893 save percentage since then, which is, you know, it's, it's almost a two and a half month stretch. Now it only covers about 15 games or so. So we do have to keep that in mind, but Jack is playing pretty terribly right now. And he looks to be a bit shaken. It seems like with those three goals on three shots, the first one probably got in his head and he got a little bit flustered. And that's definitely a problem that the Leafs are going to have to deal with. Uh, down the stretch, but it's also why I'm glad we have Peter Morazic. We have a guy who, yes, we're paying him 3.8 million. It might be a bit too much, but he's a guy who we can go to for this, you know, this 10 games and 20 days stretch, and we can give him half the games, and we can feel confident that he's going to give us a shot in those games. And who knows if he plays really well down the stretch? I'd say there's a, a chance, not a big one, because Jack has played so well at the beginning of the year, and I do have faith that he'll be able to recover and get back to not his Vesna caliber form, but sim something similar to what he was playing like last year. But with that said, if Morazic plays out of his mind, maybe he's the guy who starts in the playoffs. I'd say it's about a, a 5 to 10% chance right now, but if both guys keep trending in the same direction, anything's possible. So I'm thankful to have Peter Morazic, but yeah, the, the right defense and the goaltending right now is a concern. But in spite of all those concerns, we sit fourth in the league in win percentage. We have the greatest player not named Connor McDavid on the planet. I'm just begging people, just try to enjoy these games. And if you can't enjoy the games, like if you're like a Steve Dangle and you're just not even enjoying the wins and absolutely losing your mind on the losses, 
you're probably better off just not watching until May because you're not going to get anything from these games until the playoffs. I can't say it enough. Until we play that series, it's just going to be somewhat frustrating in a way. Now, I know one thing that really did disappoint some people today was uh, the lack of Wayne Simmons or at least the lack of a tough guy to deter Calgary from running over our team. Because let's be honest, Calgary completely outhit the Leafs tonight, but it also led to a lack of puck possession for them. But yeah, did we miss Wayne Simmons? Yeah, it would have been nice to have him after uh, Zadorov ran over Andre Kasha. Now, do I think that was really a dirty hit by Zadorov? I mean, the principal point of contact was the head, but at the same time, Kasha was leaning down. Uh, Zadorov is 6'9". It's somewhat hard. He, sh he probably should have let up a bit, but we know he's kind of a dirty guy. And yes, I agree. We really missed Wayne Simmons there because when I was watching the game, Everybody who I was watching with agreed is like, we don't have one guy who is capable of making him pay. Nobody in our top six, nobody in the bottom six right now is really going to make him pay. Our like Jake Muzzin's probably our toughest defenseman. You don't want him going into a fight after a concussion. Morgan Riley showed me something today where he, he actually went after Zadorov after that hit and showed exactly why so many people wanted Morgan Riley to be named captain. But at the end of the day, he's not really going to intimidate a guy like Zadorov who can pretty much manhandle him quite easily in the fight. So yeah, the Leafs do seem to lack a bit of toughness at times. But at the same time, we're unlikely to face a team like Calgary that plays that style in the playoffs. We're probably going to play a team you know, like, like Florida, like Tampa, where they have some guys who, who like to get into it a little bit, but... Not in the same way as, as Calgary does, where it seems to be their mantra. So I think the Leafs, although their division is really, really tough in terms of the caliber of team, the style of play kind of does fit what the Leafs like to do. It's a little bit, I won't say really run and gun, but it's it's a lot more skill, speed oriented than it is, you know, toughness and intimidation. So it would, my ideal piece at the deadline would be a right-handed defenseman who not only is a capable top four guy, but somebody who brings some of that sandpaper. We've talked about Scott Mayfield before. I know we saw him lay some dirty hits against Tampa in the playoffs last year. I would love to add a guy like that. I think it's something that the Leafs would definitely benefit a lot from. Do I think it's an absolute necessity to get tough by the playoffs? No, but it, it would definitely be something that I can't ignore the fact that it's, it's something we lack right now. Another guy who's caught a lot of heat from the fans. Uh, he came back and played his first game in a while last night was Jake Muzzin. And I saw a lot of people criticizing him too, saying that he's, you know, he's not a top four defenseman. I have to be honest. I disagree with that. I don't think he played exceptionally well last night. I know he was uh, minus two. Him and Hull were on the ice for a few goals together. But again, I think that's, a lot of people being blinded by poor goaltending. When the guy, like Hall and Muzzin did, really did not play horribly in my mind. They were actually at 65% expected goals for while they were on the ice. So they did do pretty well. Um, sure, they make the odd mistake, but I really think that we're just being a little bit too harsh on Jake Muzzin. He's clearly not what he was last year. But even in terms of uh, rate-adjusted plus-minus, his goals above replacement on evolving hockey, he's still in the 60th percentile of defensemen. He's still a very capable top-four guy. I think 
if you see him get a, an addition, a new D partner on that second pair, and you have Justin Hall sliding down to play with Rasmus Sandin, I just think everything is going to fit so well on defense. I really think that the Leafs would be in an excellent position if they did. Now, just to wrap things up here, I don't want to go too long on this. I just wanted to do kind of a, you know, a 10 to 15 minute check in here just to tell everybody, take a deep breath, relax, enjoy the Toronto Maple Leafs. We're not really going to learn anything from these games. Remember that. Remember that all of this doesn't really mean anything other than for seeding right now. We really do want that first seed. That's why a loss like last night is disappointing, but we have to take it with a grain of salt knowing that the Leafs won the previous six. So right now they stand six points behind Florida, three games in hand. They still have a great shot at getting that first seed in the division, which is going to be really important to get us an easier playoff opponent. But other than that, just try to enjoy the wins. Understand that this team right now sits fourth in expected goals for in the league, sixth in high danger chances, seventh in Corsi. They're fighting for first in the division. I And that is without the big addition that we're hoping that they get at the deadline. So again, enjoy the Leafs. Try not to be like Steve Dangle. Try not to treat every loss as a referendum. Every team is going to lose games. Guess what? The Tampa Bay Lightning lost the game last night. I saw Colorado lose to Phoenix or Arizona, whatever you call that team that's going to play in a 3,000-seat arena. We know we saw them lose to the Coyotes a week or two ago. Losses happen to teams. Let's not overreact to losses, especially ones in which the Leafs pretty much played the team even. It just came down to goaltending, and your goaltending is not going to be perfect. I'll be really interested to see how Jack Campbell can recover over the next few weeks to see what Mrazek does. Maybe he tries to steal that spot, but I'm just going to be along for the ride, trying to enjoy it as much as I can because at the end of the day, that's all I can do as a fan. Go Leafs go.